alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, people adjusting your microphones as we go live. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. For Sunday, the 23rd of January, 2011, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gonora. And we That's are all you're getting. Yep. We are complete with three. Back to the old days. If you've been listening Woo-hoo. to us, God help you, uh, if you've been listening to us that long, this is how this whole thing started, with just a tree of us and all of you. And here we are again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Grail and Dex uh, have family obligations. Yep. And uh, Nemesis is being the intruder today, and oh, we've yes. already told him mm-hmm. he needs to be quiet. Already then. He doesn't want to lose more stuff. No, of course not. Of course <laughs> that gives me the excuse, though, to play. And we have, um, of course, the uh, miniature arch, arch nemesis, nemesis, who is... She gets a little, just a little bit. Who is uh, in her exorcisor right now, and uh, she's going to be making loud noises in the background the entire show. And that's okay. And uh, yeah, so I'll just do this. Silence. Yeah, she won't listen. She will obey me. Silence. I have spoken. Yeah. I am the man. I have spoken. Yes, you uh, have. Yeah, that's when I really start laughing. <laughs> Silence. It is too funny. No. All right. Well, I have logged in. It looks like people didn't make a dance party today. Um, so I'm going to... Oh, maybe. Wait. Well, we've got things uh, working uh, I don't know. this week. We're actually able to be in IRC. I figured out the uh, ins and the outs of the restrictions that our friends at QuakeNet.org put on their IRC server. Apparently, you're not allowed to have more than five clients coming from a single IP address. And we were exceeding that because... This is the IP address where the 24-7 server lives, and on the 24-7 server are not one, but two IRC robots, each of them counting as one client. So as soon as uh, more than three of us logged in, and last week I stupidly left myself logged in at my main computer when I walked out here to the broadcast rig, uh, yeah, we kind of got ourselves G-lined. So (laughs) we will... uh, Dance the dance of just on the edge of having too many. Have some people go out through the mobile hotspot, come in through T-Mobile instead, and we'll, we'll take care of that in the future. You learn something new every day, kids. Sure you do. That's right. And mm-hmm. for the first time in a while, I am back up on the video wall. I managed to remember to bring the old Logitech just that webcam out of retirement and hook it up to the laptop here. and Verna. You can see my spotty face on the internet even as we speak. Hi, internet. How you doing? Copy, you have way too much hair. We were commenting on that earlier. But it looks good on you. Apparently. Uh, just make sure it doesn't start giving you migraines with all the weight. Damn. Yes, you look crazy. Um, but awesome. My hair dies out. If I let it grow, it dies out in the middle of my shoulder blades. It just like, stops growing right? any longer. Yeah, it just stops growing. That's as long as my... Everybody has a different natural length. 
that their hair just breaks at or falls out at, or that's the cycle of their hair. Well, her, and hers is, you know, probably her, hers a four. Is, hers is, is probably a four-year cycle rather than a one-and-a-half-year cycle. I think or hers, like that. The, the natural limit of hers is halfway down someone else's back because, damn. <laughs> but I digress. So what's the week been like for everybody? I don't think I'm even done with my shtick yet. So. Oh, well, mama. Okay, go ahead. Details. I know. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. Talk jumping about, ahead. Jumping started ahead. started to talk about the video wall. If you wish to join us in Internet Relay Chat and join us on the video wall, you can come to vtwproductions.com, hover your mouse over the chat link at the top left of the page. If you don't have a webcam, just go to chat. If you do have a webcam, go to chat and video, and we can all stare at each other and make interesting faces, and I can pass commentary on the length of your hair. See what I did there. Well, you're not going to pass commentary on the length of my hair because it's camera. short. You're also not running your camera. Yeah, that's right, and I won't. Thanks, anyway. <laughs> I'm will- I mean, looking the way I do, okay, face for radio kids, I'm willing to put myself out there. What's wrong with you two? I think you're selling yourself short as far as the whole <laughs> face for radio thing goes, but that's just my opinion. Well, you're fairly sexy yourself there, Gwen, but... Speaking as at never least, mind. At least you have a full head of hair. Hair does not equal... Head for radio. <laughs> Includes the face. Though. And everything else. And I haven't shaved in two days. Someone from our past found me on Facebook recently. This is a person who was a gentleman oh. who always had shoulder-length hair. Le Baron. Or longer. Really? Is now mm-hmm. spearballed. Really? Shaved it all off. Really? Really. Does he still have the beard? Oh, yes. He still owes me 40 bucks, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, for a pair of climbing <laughs> shoes. If you're Go look, ahead. If you're listening, pay up at He's the following. Uh, send PayPal <laughs> yes. to the show. The at show. Tag it with Gwen. Dan's Byron's skipping. money for Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> and you look good without hair. Don't let anyone tell you different. Not, not everyone could pull funny. off the bald thing. The shape of his head, thankfully, under all that hair, was also lent itself to uh, yes. the baldness thing. All right, so other things you can do once you are in the IRC. We Thank have... you for everyone who's coming to the dance party. Yeah, they're that crowding in there. makes me happy. We're getting a few more. Yeah. Come to the IRC. You can point your favorite IRC client at irc.quakenet.org and join the pound and or corned beef hash VTW. That's Vis Victor Tango Whiskey Channel. And when you're in there, you will see on the right-hand side in the list of people, our IRC rep, the... Barry Von Awesome, yes, Barry VA in the IRC, is our guy in the channel during the show. Barry White, save my life. If you have anything you wish to bring to our attention, please send a personal message to the Barry Von Awesome, and he will bring it to our attention. Please do not PM the hosts directly during the show, even, and we're actually in IRC this week, so you, you could do that, uh, but you will be summarily ignored. So... Initial shtick done. I have some more shtick to do later, but we'll get to it all in good time. All righty. What you been up to? Uh, me personally? Sure. Oh, tons of work. Tons of work and uh, taking care of a sick baby with uh, RSV. That was a whole bunch of no fun, but she's yeah. much better now. Yeah, she's much better now, but it was just a little bit like, hmm. So, yeah, we had that moment of... of uh, this is one of those scary three-letter acronyms that you don't want associated with your infant child. Right, right. So, but yeah, the doctors are happy. We only had to go through two doctors this time. That's good. <laughs> Unlike when she was born and we went through nine. <laughs> it's like, geez. 
So other than that, tons of work. Um, found some new like training stuff that I'm kind of cool and interested in. And uh, quick shout-outs to um, all the people who are showing up at the dance party. That would be Gromit and White Tempest, who arrived first, I might add. Um, Dreadlock, who was second, and Panda Tracks, who arrived third. By the way, Panda Tracks is a level one human hunter. When did they give hunters pets at level one? Uh, oh, God. Right. Since the expansion? Yeah. Okay, because they used to do it used at level 10. Yep. Yeah, before you could get your first Yeah, since pet, the latest so. expansion, they gave you. Okay, right so in Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Yes. Okay. Wait. No, you have to pronounce it correctly. I've been waiting. Cataclysm. I've been waiting <laughs> all week to say that. Cataclysm. Cataclysm. Uh, it's a cataclysm. <laughs> what about run? Cataclysmic. Yes. Yeah. What? Uh, what's? What about your week, Gwen? I bought a gun yesterday. <laughs> oh, what kind of gun did you get? I bought a Ruger 1022. Finally. Why is that a finally? Have you just been looking for one for ages? Or yes, just got I have. Together? It's it's a your bare bones basic ten a twenty two caliber rifle, okay. a blinking okay. rifle. Blink, blink. The thing that I like about them is number one, they're bomb proof. I mean, they'll run forever. Not that I'm planning on neglecting it and never cleaning it. You can fend off an like attacker it. with it using it as a blood instrument, and it will do fire. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they are accessorized nine ways to Sunday. You can go out on the intertubes and find accessories, barrels, stocks, everything for them. So I went with a friend of mine. I went with Totem, as a matter of fact, and went down to the crossroads of the West Gun Show in downtown Phoenix yesterday afternoon, or yesterday morning, and we spent several hours walking around and watching all the weirdos. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's the gun show. Yes, if it's a, it's a gun show. <laughs> there are a lot of strange people yeah. down there. Um, um, guys who... Uh, purport themselves to be tactical experts and they're five four three hundred and fifty pounds and none of it's muscle tactical yeah 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 there's gun geeks just like there's geeks for everything else it's the state of tactical man right so i went down there looking for some things and actually found a place i'm gonna pimp them on on the air too um a place called basically it's arizona salsa company out of mesa Arizona mm-hmm. Salsa Company? Go to www.arizonaspicecompany.com. Okay. I think it's a, azspiceco.com is the AZ website. Azspiceco? And they have... All right, it's not going to take me somewhere weird, right? Air, no, it's not. <laughs> azspiceco.com. And um, so they had several different kinds of salsa and a very nice-looking young lady there, and she was giving out samples. So Totem Tod- and I both like salsa, so we stopped, and uh, the deal was uh, was three jars for 12 bucks. That doesn't suck. No. Now I'm hungry. Thank that you. doesn't suck at all. And uh, so I got, they had pineapple salsa, which I tried and was delicious. They had chipotle salsa with black beans and, and corn in chipotle. it. Chipotle. Yeah, chipotle. Um, and then they had what they call Arizona red sauce, which is red and spicy. And mm. <laughs> damn, <laughs> that was the best one by far. And we knew that uh, our other buddy, Mike, likes them, likes stuff along the lines of Arizona red sauce. So, Totem bought three jars and was going to give one to Mike, and I just bought three jars. I bought the pineapple, though. So, anyways, I was making Dark Helmet jealous last night because I was eating <laughs> eating poached eggs that I'd smothered in red sauce. And Mind you, Dark Helmet can order his own. Yes, we he ship can. USPS priority mail one to three days nationwide yes. for a very low fee. Yes, they do. No, Come no. in for free samples of each salsa. 
Yeah, exactly. They won't ship your free samples. Sorry. No, they won't ship the free samples. But damn it! But they've so, got all kinds of other stuff on the website as well, and I I kind of like supporting local businesses. So. And let me say that I very much appreciate supporting local businesses too, and I'm actually really happy to see more and more of these small companies. Kind of what up. runs the economy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody thinks that, oh, these multi-billion dollar businesses are what make it happen. No, sir. It's actually small business. Put, we all, we all yeah. have our place. Yes, and we do. And put people back since to work. I, since I'm now a small business owner. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. hey. Yes, um, we all are. So anyway, so <laughs> yes, I went, that's true. Are. We are. That's true. We're we are all are. small business So anyway, owners. so I went to the gun show with him looking, found the salsa, which was an unexpected bonus, and but walked around. Thinking, okay, what if anything do I really need since I actually have the money to buy something reasonably inexpensive? And was looking for just a basic 1022 rifle mm-hmm. that I could do. And found one. I found a used one with a scope on it, ready to go for like $182. Nice. Yeah. And it was in good shape. Yeah. And it was, oh, yeah. It was in know. good shape and everything. And I said, okay, let's go look around and I'll come back and get this. No problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came back and got it. Gone. Yeah. Gwen equals moron. Gwen should have bought it right then and there. I I should have bought it when I found it. I thought maybe I'd find a better deal. However, I wasn't too far off because that one was used, and a few tables or a few aisles over from there, I found a brand new one for two oh nine. Nice, right out of the box. Nice. So I didn't complain. I'm like, okay, so the twenty some odd dollars you just paid is punishment for being stupid and cost to get it new. Why are oh you're on the video chat? He just pulled the microphone cover off with his teeth. What? Yeah, I wondered what yeah. you were doing. Yeah. No, no. So it's not um it's not uh it's not scoped or anything, but I've already bought a new stock for it Nice. I found a stock online that was laminated wood and so they normally like, go have, for like 160 have, bucks and I found yeah. one on sale for 100. So I was like, "Ooh, I want that." You didn't like I have, the stock stock? No, I did not like the stock stock. And I, I and I got it at a place called Stockies. I have one other thing that I did this week. Um, Sadly, I did it in the last uh, 36 hours. I watched the entire season of Spartacus Blood and Sand. (laughs) Okay, is this different? I'm going to guess this is different from from Spartacus Gods of the Arena. Uh, The Spartacus Gods of the Arena is the prequel. Uh, Blood and Sand is the one that I uh, came out, I believe, in 2010. I think it's less than a year old, but I um, we're, we're exploring more of our Netflix instant view. And I was looking for something that was kind of like Rome, and this definitely was the kind of like Rome. It was incredibly graphic violence, terrible, terrible language, um, a, a lot of adult content. Uh, and actually, underneath all of that, a really compelling story. Mm-hmm. And so I found myself in one of those. I look up. Wow, I've been through seven episodes and it's two in the morning and I should go to bed now. Cause, wow. Wow. I can't believe See, I just watched that until I'm two kind in the of, morning. And then I got of, up and finished it. <laughs> I'm kind of doing the same thing. Um, oh, wait. So to go back, because I have to answer a question from Tree. Um, Tree. For 22 ammo, because it's 22 long rifle, it's real. It's small bore rimfire ammo. No, the ammo's really not that expensive given that ammo is expensive period now after the whole oh my god obama's been elected president he's gonna ban guns first thing just no. like clinton did now when he's fighting two two wars and the economy's in the toilet um i think he's got and he's got an agenda for health care reform he's, he's got he's got a that. lot of stuff to he's, handle before yeah, he goes i was after one of the people guns, who was saying the last much. thing he's gonna t- wants t- that's very low on the list of priorities 
Okay, I've been alive long enough and paying attention to U.S. politics long enough to see that announcement made by the extreme right every time a Democrat yes. gets in the, on, into office, and I've seen it never come anywhere close in to the being meantime, true. In the meantime, all ever. the ammo manufacturers jack up the prices on ammunition and laugh all the way to the bank. And laugh all the way to the bank and never bring them back down when people realize, oh no. So, it actually anyways. wasn't going to happen. So, now. yeah, so it's yeah. a nice, cheap way to shoot. I would like to scope this rifle and. Put a better barrel on it and just you know accessorize, accessorize. <laughs> like I do with guns, and then go hunt things like squirrels and rabbits with it, and just use it as a cheap accuracy for practice for small, shooting, small practice critters. shooting small bore. And I found out that Ruger, who makes the weapon, has what they call the Ruger Rimfire series, where they have a series of competitions where you shoot twenty twos, as opposed to big bore center fire nine millimeter forty five cal stuff like that, because it's a lot cheaper and it's a lot more fun. So I'm waiting for them to update their list where the matches for 2011 are going to be. And given that they're based in Prescott, Arizona, which is about an hour and a half north of here, I'm anticipating that they're going to have at least one here in Arizona somewhere. So I've already talked to a friend of mine and said, ooh, let's go shoot. Nice. I want to go play. This is going to be fun. So. Yep. Absolutely. So other, other than that, it was kind of a, you know. Kind of a boring week other than that. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It works. Can't really complain. Got a new gun, and it's been one I've been looking for for a while. And I got a, finally got a really good price on it. And hey, it's, so go Hex is here. Not complaining. Go Hex is always here. Uh, yeah, level eighty-five orc shaman, casually hardcore. Mm-hmm. Booyah, grandma! Shout out to thank you. The versus the world productions fan run guild on Horde side, Ice Crown US. Yep. Casually hardcore. Casually hardcore is R- awesome. Raiding wing is getting their act together and have been raiding. Casual nice. wing is. Hanging out and being casual. Nice. Check them out on the forums at uh, vtwproductions.com by clicking on the forums button at the top of the screen. And there's a whole section there dedicated to the rating wing, a whole section dedicated to the non-rating wing, and lots and lots of other forums for all manner of topics. And Canthon is here, too, from Casually Hardcore Level 85 Orc Mage. And and uh, Baikal, uh, B-A-I-K-A-L, from Casually Hardcore Level 85 Blood Elf Paladin. Who's uh, currently disguised as a troll? Cleverly disguised as a tree. No, a troll. That was a really obscure callback to an old Dukes of Hazard episode. If anyone got that out, wait a minute. What was it again? And then the law arrived. Cleverly oh. disguised as a tree. As a tree. Because, oh, yes. The car had right. gone through the bushes and was covered in branches. Now, um, here's. Another thing, of course, that we found on Netflix streaming, I was looking at the TV shows and I looked under sci-fi. <laughs> it's got all of the entire original Buck Rogers on there. Oh, don't <laughs> yeah. and, tell me and that. And Gnome Wise is reading the titles of the don't episodes out. Tell me and that. it's, what was it? Episode two was Planet of the Slave Girls. Yes. I'm <laughs> and, not making that And up. like episode four was... Planet of the Amazon Women. Planet of the Amazon Women. And like episode six, it's like every other episode. Episode six was um, Unchained or something mm, like that. Unchained. Women Space Unchained. Women Unchained. <laughs> and it was, it was literally, it was so funny I'm just have reading to go back the titles of the episodes. And then Space Vampire. He reads out Space Vampire. vampire. And I take... Um, you do the secret devil symbol. Here, I'll do it for the video wall. She does the you know this symbol and does it to my neck. 
like yep, this. Yep, I so. put I put the two fingers at the end on, on the sides of his because neck. Because she remembered the episode, and that's how the space vampires would yes, drink your soul. I see. Would, would feed on that. your life and energy like, as they would put that on either side of your neck. remember that. <laughs> I seem to recall that. I'm like, well, you know, I was like seven <laughs> yeah. when the episode originally played. Well, the only other thing I've been doing this week is I've been getting, try, and, trying to get caught up on the back episodes of uh, The Wild Within. Which what is, is the Travel Channel's new new show? It's uh, a guy named Steve Ranella, who's a blogger and a writer and an outdoorsman, and has written for oh my god a whole bunch of magazines because I got his website up right now. And he's born in Michigan, yeah. Um, and he's all about the whole doing things the right way kind of thing as far as the outdoors go. And lives in Brooklyn. And owns a, as he puts it, moldy fishing and hunting shack on an island in Alaska, Ashley Saltry Bay, Alaska, because that was about his last episode. But he's all about going out and filling the freezer with wild stuff and gardening on his own and um, providing for his family and not having. And he's and I like him because he said something during this. He and his brother were up on top of a mountain in Alaska hunting black-tailed deer. And he was like, I am not going to be an apologist when it comes to killing an animal. He says, I am not going to be one of those outdoor hosts. And he's looking right in the cameras. He's saying this. You can tell he's dead serious about it. And it's raining and, I mean, really crappy Alaska weather. And he goes, I am not going to be one of those people who, who sugarcoats this and says, I harvested the deer. No, I killed the damn deer. And I'm going to eat it. And now I'm going to clean it and I'm going to butcher it and I'm going to eat it. And I almost stood up on my couch and went, yes, I like this guy. So the new episode comes out at 9 o'clock tonight. I so have- I'm kind of stoked about it. I have it. to tell you, I have no objection to um, hunting and killing animals if you are going to use it and eat it. I, I don't and have... He, 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 and you can use it for other things. Like right. You can skin no, it and have right. the skin and, he and does you it. Do, he, but you have to use it. He you gets, can't just shoot it because you want to shoot it. He get, and I'm the same way, which is why I haven't been hunting in a while. He Because I just got bored with it for whatever reason. Um, he does an epic, an episode in Montana's breakwater on a Missouri breakwater region of the Missouri river, where he recreates part of Lewis and Clark's voyage with one of his brothers and two of his friends. And they camp one night and they're providing, they didn't bring, bring any food with them. They were providing all their own food. Well, they went hunting for deer and stuff up in the Hills and the two buddies, he went up there with one of his brother, with his brother and the two other guys, um, went up where hiking up over ridges and stuff and got tired and quit and went back down to the river and fished. Well, Steve and his brother were like, oh, we saw them down there. We weren't coming in until until we got something and we knew it. Well, what ended up happening is his whole point was use all your senses, look, pay attention to what's going around you, and if you pay attention like that, nature will tell you things if you're paying attention and using your instincts and stuff. Well, they saw these birds flying around, and they're like, okay, something. let's go check that out. Something's over there. What they'd found was a pronghorn antelope that someone had shot partially butchered and left the rest of it there to rot and he goes off mm-hmm. i mean he really does he's like if i had seen this guy do this i probably would have shot him he doesn't punch any pull any punches or anything and they ended up getting a back strap which is basically a filet mignon and a shoulder off of it which is also a really good cut of meat they left the rest of it because they pretty much cleaned it out at that point but somebody right. else and it, you know and it's cool and dry up there so it had preserved it it was basically dry aging the meat and they were like yeah it smells sweet it smells it's good meat so we're gonna take it and yeah this really pisses us off that somebody was willing to sit out here and let us let this get wasted and yeah so it's interesting stuff and he's kind of my 
I'm kind of interested in how this guy do things, and it's kind of restoking my yeah. interest in I going could. and getting stuff and going squirrel hunting, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I bought 22. Well. That, and it's cheap and fun to shoot. <laughs> yeah. So. I hate squirrels. <laughs> I hate squirrels. <laughs> it's from the movie Up. Ooh, nice. uh, you know, I got to tell you that there's just, it's as I said, I have no objection to that. I, I have recognized long ago that I'm an omnivore. Um, and if I was going to be squeamish about it, then I shouldn't be eating meat. So the reality is that, uh, I eat meat and I don't mind, uh, people who hunt, uh, in order to actually eat what they're going to, what if, they're going to take. And fall back on the old saying, um, if the universe did not want us to eat animals, why did it make it out of tasty meat? Oh, so, um, apparently I might have said, uh, Canton's name incorrectly. Canton. Um, well, no, it's it's C A N T H O N. But when I said Canton, they corrected me and said no, it's Canton. Okay. So he's from Canada, so their money's all funny colors and things, and they like drink milk out of bags and stuff, and say a a lot. So I can understand why <laughs> the the spelling would be you know apocryphal or, or just. Just plain weird. So, Canton, forgive my wife. She's from down south here. Okay. Down south? South of Canada. At least southwest. <laughs> Let's go southwest, shall we? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's been a uh, nice, casual, um, busy week, but nothing exceptional. Barrier wanted the name of the host and the name of that show again. Oh, it's called The Wild Within. It's on the Travel Channel Sundays at 9. And the guy's name is Stephen Ranella, and the the last name is spelled R I N E L L A, and it's www.stephenranella.com is where his blog is at. I believe that is what Barry wanted because, being the IRC rep that he is, he can't have a point of discussion happening without, without having the website. Without Sorry, there being Barry. links in the IRC, baby. I, I know. We got to fill them show notes, man. Gwen is a bad host. <laughs> I just realized I had a personal message from him because I was over at Renella's website looking at it and going, wow, this is really cool. And I'm reading about his tooth falling out in Guyana. And yeah, okay. Well, I had uh, um, had looked at, you know, as I'm watching this show, it was it was just surprising how they've combined some of the, the effects. I'm back on Spartacus Blood and Sand at this point. It's 300 um, meets Gladiator. It is. It's 300 meets Gladiator meets Rome. Okay. You know, it, it's because they've got a lot of, you know, really comic book. Um, which is the 300. And which and is it's 300. in the gladiatorial yeah. arenas, which is Gladiator. And every third sentence has a four-letter vulgar C word, and that's Rome. There you go. Um, and it was pretty... Uh, but it was, as I said, a good story. I was hoping that the uh, gods of the arena would actually be a continuation of the the actual Spartacus side of the story, because I, I know how the story ends, but, <laughs> but at the same time... I am Spartacus. Yeah, well, he's not Spartacus, actually. He's not the original, um, so it was interesting. Mm-hmm. So... Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I don't Spoiler think the original how? Spartacus was the original Spartacus. How many decades old is that movie? But I digress. Well, no, not the 1960s one. I mean, I don't know enough of Roman history... Uh, I know that he, in historical perspectives, did lead a slave uprising, but I don't know anything about the background of his name. So, oh my goodness. Well, that brings us neatly up to our first break. Uh, After which, when we return, I will tell you what I've been doing with my week. 
All righty. Sounds like a plan. Sorry about the noise in the background. That would be Arch Nemesis slamming things around. It's okay. She's cute. She's forgiven. This is the reason why we use dynamic microphones, because they only pick up the stuff that's right on top of them. Yep. Oh, this no. Is not Definitely going to pick this up. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. And you know, if Barry was so on the ball, I would have something to read at this point talking about who the show's sponsor is. But I guess we'll get that next break. So, we'll be back right after a little action here from Northrend News, from Amelia Overbay Day. This is episode 45. Yes, we've been doing it that long. Episode 45 of Northrend News, coming at you right now. Welcome to Northrend News, airing exclusively on Casually Hardcore on vtwproductions.com. In today's top story, the drama continues in Stormwind, as would-be cooks are at their wit's end trying to level their culinary skills, with many claiming that the so-called daily cooking quests don't involve any actual cooking at all. It's a complete letdown, says apprentice chef Peril Parsley. I came to Stormwind to study under Master Chef Flay, but so far all I've been allowed to do is pick pumpkins and steal catfish. Mr. Flay has rebutted accusations of unfair work practices by stating that he expects all of his followers to be excellent sous chefs. But this hasn't stopped a party of angry cookery students from registering a formal protest at the Stormwind Labor Office. Similar charges were brought to the office's attention yesterday afternoon on behalf of Stormwind's apprentice anglers, who claim that Chief Fisherwoman Catherine Leyland is also crimping their professional development by assigning tasks where no actual fishing is involved. Time will tell whether a case can be made against Mr. Flay and Ms. Leyland. But apprentice chefs are hopeful that they'll be able to do more than boil water very soon. In other news, police are looking into a strange case of missing persons this week. Orgrimmar alchemists summoned the authorities after two apprentices went missing late on Tuesday after tampering with the local alchemy lab. Senior alchemist Fern Mosshoof had been using the lab to distill her Vial of the Sands to create the Sandstone Drake Mount Transformation. I'd been planning on a long weekend with my sister. Ms. Fernhoof told authorities, She's only level 10, so she can't fly on her own. Local scouts reported seeing the two apprentices leaving town together. When the mounted patrol attempted to stop them, one of the youngsters activated the vial. We weren't expecting them to go on a joyride, says Chief Inspector Gruz Bloodaxe. They tore out of here faster than Deathling himself. We had no chance to stop them. But the joyride didn't last long. Once the pair flew over the barrens, the automated cannons of the new Alliance outposts shot one of the apprentices off of his transformed companion. While the young alchemist was resurrected by a passing paladin, his friend is still at large. Gruz Bloodaxe and the city guard are considering the possibility of adding goblin-made rockets to their flying mounts to form a search party. Ms. Mosshoof has been encouraged to press charges, but no decision has been made yet. For today's top stories from all corners of Azeroth, this is Northrend News. Are you tired of being dies in hatred, of being peed on by October of being enticed to play Xbox and have ice cream? Or worst of all, to visit the Spirit Healer every week 
with Ireland, then it's time to do something about it. The world strikes back every Saturday with GoHex, only on vtwproductions.com. Hi, I'm a little girl who likes CCGs, and Doc Dad told me to listen to vtwproductions.com. Isn't it great? That's great! Actual physical contact! Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Dot com. And think, thanks, as usual, go out to Amelia Overbay Day for the wonderful episodes of Northrend News. She continues to produce for us. And they just keep getting better every single time I hear them. What? <laughs> but I digress. Nothing. Oh, you just give me that, the, the oh-so-effective-on-the-radio Look. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. Arch Nemesis, you cannot have the mixing lots board. of mixing board buttons. Yeah. yeah. And Arch dials. Nemesis is, is in the reaching phase, so she is totally looking at the, the bouncing levels on the mixing desk and like, oh, I can look that. Give it to me. For it's any, in my reach. Anyone who's seen the uh, animated movie Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs understands what I'm about to say with the reach. Mustache. Which yeah. Nemesis will do every once in a while because, damn. And you have a mustache, so he goes bit. after your mustache. Yes, and oh. so does she, but that's yes. a whole other baby. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> she gets a hold of it, though. Yeah. Ow. Ow. Oh, so anyone actually uh, get any WoW time or other gaming time this week? Well, I still have to do the thing I said I was going to do when I came back. Oh, okay. What do you do? Yes, doing? you do. Talk about what I did during my week. What did you do during your week? It's very easy to tell what I did during my week by going to the front page of vtwproductions.com and looking. So I had a moment this week where the power of the different social tools on the interwebs was brought into sharp focus for me. Um, Tootling along uh, my Twitter feed, as I am wont to do when I actually have time to sit in front of uh, the computer for lengths of time when doing my work, and saw a mention go by from I'm gonna make sure I get the name correct here and I've lost my Twitter page. Of course. Oh no Yeah, well I suck and I fail. And of course right now is when Twitter decides to grind to a halt just as I'm attempting to pimp them out. I saw a tweet go by from Deathformer with a a mention of my name in it and he was basically responding to Scott Johnson uh, under the he's at Extra Life because his webcomic is called Extra Life. And was responding saying that he should check with me regarding getting Shoutcast set up, which perked my virtual ears up a bit, saying, well, why, why is my name being mentioned in, I mean, I do Shoutcasting, what's up with this? Did a little research and saw that uh, Scott was doing yet another new show. Now, if you don't know anything about Scott Johnson, go to www.frogpants.com, where you can just follow the link from our front page. Uh, Frog Pants Studios is his studio and company, and the guy is a one-man podcasting network and also a web artist and just you know has lots of skills that make people like me turn a deep shade of green with jealousy. Um, that and he has the, the exact microphone that I lost after, so I, I hate him even more because of that. But he was looking for – he's starting up a new video show, and he's going to do a morning show on his network uh, Monday through Thursday. And people in the response thread to his announcement were saying, well, that's all well and good, but either 
my company blocks video or I want to tune in from my Android phone and when we play video, it assassinates our batteries or I just have crappy bandwidth and I can't stream video effectively. And the general theme that was emerging was, hey, we need a low bandwidth alternative here. We'd like to participate in your show, but we can't tune in because video is too much. And so he was looking for help dusting off his shoutcasting skills. So I managed to uh, get an email out to him saying, uh, we have this thing over here that we run 24-7, 365, that uh, just so happens to be completely idle uh, during the times that you are planning on doing your show, so we should probably talk. And on Friday, I was able to get on Skype with him, and through the miracle of GoToAssist, seize control of his computer over the interwebs, because, well, that's what I do for a living, and get him all set up to simulcast his show. So starting Monday, we're going to begin testing this, where we're going to drive the 56K stream alongside his video stream so that people who can't tune in to the video stream have an alternative and the morning stream as it will be called will be carried on versus the world radio monday tuesday wednesday and thursday mornings at least mornings pacific time all the information is available on the front page of vtwproductions.com tune in monday and help us test it out and help us welcome scott to uh, our little corner of the interwebs yes indeed and the name of that show again was the morning stream and the colors he chose for his banner ad and the uh, quadruple entendre in there is all completely intentional because apparently that's how he rolls. Okay. Long as I know. Just making it clear. It's, well, what do you do when you get up in the morning? I do my morning stream. And apparently he's going to do his morning stream and then do the morning stream. There you go. But I digress. Amen. So is that all you did with your week? That was the major highlight that people are going to care about. The other, all the rest of it was pretty much uh, work. Oh, didn't play any WoW this week? I got a little, like one evening in. Um, mm-hmm. I ran, deliberately ran some randoms. And ran randoms. In healer mode, now that I've reached 85. Yeah, uh, practicing. Dusting off the skills and seeing what all the uh, kvetching uh, is about. Because apparently, you know, healing in, in Cataclysm is once again not a face roll. And and what's all the kvetching about? The fact that you actually have to know what you're doing and have to have a plan of attack. and Have to pay attention. And mana is a severe issue. Right. At least when you're starting out Dungeons and Heroics. Right. Um, absolutely is difficult. And challenging, and you have to you know enchant your gear and gem your gear and look for appropriate gear, and oh God, do I love it? Yeah, no, I, it should require some effort associated with it. It shouldn't be out of reach for everybody. Our, our daughter's foaming at the mouth. Yeah, that's what she does. She's literally foaming at the mouth. It is. You know, it reminded me very strongly of running Burning Crusade. Nice instances. <laughs> what? I'm stuck in the middle of BC right now. Oh, with your alt. Yeah. I I have enough rested experience to be able to hit 65 easily, and I got on last night a quarter of the way through 64 with the intent of leveling to 65 last night, and I Mm -hmm. got three quarters of the way through 65, or through 64, didn't hit 65, and was like, I can't do this right now. (laughs) (laughs) Which, that's the first time that's happened with... That character, I was like, I just can't do this. Right now. Part of it was because I'd spent all day walking around the gun show, but I was like, I'm tired. I just, no, I have no motivation I, to I do this. Right. So I, yeah, so I yeah. just logged. I'm sorry to everybody I was having a conversation with last night. I just kind of logged off and went to bed. <laughs> I was done. 
So, of course, the looking for dungeon tool zeroed in on the dungeon I had not been inside yet and took me there immediately. Nice. Dropped me into Grimbatal in a group in progress that was not particularly interested in slowing down or waiting for me to you know mana up between pulls because that's actually a problem now. You, you exhaust your mana, even on some of right. the larger trash pulls, especially where this tank was pulling, which was... Thought they were still playing Wrath of the Lich King, and we're just going bam, bam, bam. And I was like, right. uh, "Could you just mana?" Part of my problem was I had not, you know, just after dinging eighty-five, and had you know given the gear the once over, but hadn't replaced my consumables, so I had my level eighty beverage stacked right. of that oh. instead of the now unlocked level eighty-five beverage that would have filled me up a lot quicker. So right. part of my problem was I was not remanning very quickly because my mana pool is freaking huge, especially when drinking the level 80 uh, version right. of the drink instead of the level 85 version right. of the drinks. Whoops. Well, I had, um, I had noticed just, I mean, even at level, I'm what, 82 and a half here, um, 82 and three quarters. But uh, I had noticed that for the first time as we were running through those dungeons, you know, level appropriate dungeons for me. Blackrock Descent. Blackrock right. Descent, yeah. But I was noticing, I was actually having to say, out of mana. Yep. Out of mana. Stop. Don't do the next poll. Wait. I need to actually... Drink up. I need to drink. And it was, you know, when you're traveling and, and grouping with people who understand that and know that it's not going to be chain pulling at this point in time, then you, we'll get you to make that point. good. Once people outgear it and the next you know, patch is going to introduce some nerfs, but the where it is right now, I mean, the, the general feeling I get from the, the content I have consumed and reading people who have done the higher tiers of content, which is lots of heroics and regular non-heroic rating is it is a progression again like it was originally intended to be you get 85 and you run regulars until you have enough gear either from reputation or from drops or crafting to go into heroics and then heroics are challenging right Mm -hmm. and you finish them and then when you finish them through either reputation or crafting from materials you get in the heroics or drops in the heroics after a while, you have enough gear to take on the basic tier of non-heroic, non-hard mode rating. Right. And then after you've done those for a while, you can start unlocking hard modes. Gee, doesn't that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. But Maybe it's progression. Everyone feels the problem with that is, I don't really consider it a problem, but those people who... Are going to complain. Right. Well, everybody's complain, going to complain. That's human nature. You're never going to make everybody happy. But the issue that I see with that... I don't really care about it, is that you're going to have people going, oh, well, everything was just handed to me on a silver platter in Wrath of the Lich King, and this should be the same way, too. Well, that, that's been the right. recurring and that's the, theme. That's been the big thing, which is why Ghost Caller put a, put a blog post on the front of the, down, the, of the downloader that said, why, catac- or why, re- or, uh, why heroics are hard. And it was actually, content is hard. Yeah, exactly. And it was actually a good read. Yeah. Nice. And, and, and he was and, very unapologetic mm-hmm. about the whole thing. I wanted to stand up and cheer. It was great. I was like, well, wow, this is real. I like this. This makes sense to me. Let's consider for a second just the naming convention. Normal. Mm-hmm. Heroic. heroic. Mm-hmm. Does heroic, you know, let's, let's consider meanings and connotations of heroic here. <laughs> you would think people would say, oh, but heroics should be substantially harder than normal. The bad- and if normal is top level 85 that's normal then heroic should be hard the bad precedent was set in wrath where normals were laughably 
easy. Right. Heroics, difficulty-wise, took the place of what... And I observed this at the time, was they seemed to have downshifted everything one level. Mm-hmm. Where... Heroics became normal. A new, a new lower level of you don't need to have your proper gear on, you don't need to have any enchants done. That was the normal. Mm-hmm. Heroic was... You're sensible, you have level-appropriate blues, and you have taken the time to enchant and spell-thread them and armor-kit them and get your shoulder enchants and your head enchants, and you will face-roll them if you've taken the time to sculpt your gear and then move up the chain there from raiding. Mm -hmm. And they've gone back to the, no, 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 you need to have sensibly itemized your gear, enchanted it, enhanced it, and prepared your tactics for normals. And then we're going to hit you over the head with the difficulty hammer with heroics. So it is, it is a shift. It is a change in, in Blizzard's design philosophy from then to now. And people, some people are longing for the old days. Okay. Yeah. I just, this is awesome. I just am standing here at the dance party outside of Iron Forge. And, you know, I'd been paying attention. And they really have upgraded the graphics quite a bit and upgraded kind of their lighting and texturing effects and shadows because i'm sitting here and all of a sudden there's a big dragon shadow over the back of me and i'm like oh oh, who's that maybe i'm (laughs) going to get lucky and get killed by deathwing no um it was actually just go hex above me you know riding his riding his mount but it threw a beautiful dragon shadow onto the snow and that's the first time i had seen that Nice. The first time yep. I, you, know, you sometimes you're not paying attention to to the details, but they have really um, increased the capacity of, uh, to see these things. And to answer Barry's uh, question from the IRC, yes, the morning stream will also be offered as a regular podcast. Yay! Woot and woot. Yay! Yes, woot woot and more woot. So excitement. the little bit I've gotten to play, I finally got to get my toe into the Cataclysm instances and reinforced my assertion that I do not plan to use the looking for dungeon tool. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, I see I have the same thing cuz I did this started out with uh, the same way going in there learning how to be a tank and everything mm-hmm. and uh, I get fed up with the ass hats. They're still there. I know they are and they're never going away. I just reached my limit with them and you know, I'll go back after a while but I haven't been in there since and I'm now in the middle of Zangermarsh and I'm getting really tired of looking at Zangermarsh. <laughs> But I hate abandoning quests, so I just need to abandon them and go somewhere else. There's plenty of other Yeah, there's plenty of other places. So, uh, and just get through and then get to 80 and then get to 85, and then it's going to be, okay, now that I'm at 85... Teach me how to tank. Yes, now I'm going to learn. go learn how to tank with my friends who are going to be reasonably tolerant of me making mistakes and screwing up. I found out it's really not that hard. People, I think... Make it a lot harder than it needs to be, for, like a lot of things in life. For regular instances, yeah, the mechanics. It's basically learning the mechanics of the fight, right. but I understand what my rotation should be already, and that'll obviously change when I get to level 85 and level 85 talent trees and level 85 skills, but I, I got the basic concept. It didn't take, and I mean, I tanked when I was in, we played AQ with my mm-hmm. original incarnation of Ugg. So I had that background, granted that was six years ago, but still. Those skills came out again where it was like, oh, I understand how this works. I am the meat shield. Yes, I get it. Okay, cool. You want to beat on something? You know you're not going to go beat on that poor 
flimsy caster. Come over here. Come beat on me. And, you know, being a worgen kind of helps with that attitude of, yeah, I'm the biggest, baddest thing in this instant, and you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to beat on something? Come beat on me, and you'll have your hands full. So Oof. I kind of like having that attitude. No, the character definitely helps. Yeah, it does. Reinforces. And the way I play him definitely reinforces. Yeah. So this reinforces is my, uh, my, my, my inner meat shield. <laughs> to me, I have the same kind of attitude when I play the gnome Death Knight, which I tanked with heavily in Wrath. Right. Which is the, oh, you think you can ignore me. Yeah. <laughs> same, same kind of, you, you do a little unintentional RP there. Yes, you do. And that's, hey, it's like, hey, whatever makes it work. And you thought you could ignore the gnome. Yeah. Like, Exactly. I'm pretty sure the Dark Helmet does the exact same thing. Gnome baseball. Well, and yeah. that's exactly what you're going to have waiting for you when you get to 85 is experienced tanks like Dark Helmet. They're saying, okay. And Grail and you. And yeah, here's what's, you know, and, I, and it wasn't like when I wasn't playing Gwen that I wasn't paying attention to what these guys were doing. You do get a certain amount of not all the nuances maybe and all the subtleties, but just watching what, you, what they're doing and paying attention between pulls and during pulls – you get a certain amount of knowledge through osmosis, for lack of a better Hey, I want to phrase Excuse me. See, yeah. The funny part is, as as the healer, I'm always just watching the health bars. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, know. It's like, well, okay, okay, a, okay a, how's this a, going? A, oh, 10 o'clock aggro. As a rogue, I was <laughs> okay, always okay. just watching the DPS meters, but, you know, hey. And I still do that to a certain extent, but now it's it's more about watching Omen and the rage mm-hmm. and the threat meter. More than anything else. And I got, so it was looking at one corner, one bottom corner of the screen or the other, the way I have my, my UI set up, mm-hmm. where it went from, okay, I'm not watching right anymore. I'm watching left now. And it was always, okay, let's see how far I can spike this this threat meter. How far above everybody else can I make this rage meter or this threat meter go? Because mm-hmm. that's my job, is to generate as much threat as humanly possible or organly possible, as the case may be. In one of the, the larger... Uh, threads on the forum where we have been debating, air quotes there, uh, the difficulty of the new instances in Heroics. Um, the concept of triage healing was thrown out there, where the new content oh, I did see that. basically says, you're healing the tank, and if the DPS gets themselves in trouble... They're pretty much on their own. You know, see, the, that was the only issue that I had with that. Well, to me... Was they were making it sound like, and I don't remember who exactly posted what, but as a DPS type, I already expect that. I already expect that from... I've expected that from day one, from the first time I ran an instance and you figured are, that out. You are reasonable. Exactly. Pug members usually are not. I know. And it's like, wait a minute. If, I have to, if you have to sacrifice me, okay, I die. And to Big me, deal. It happens. I don't understand why this is suddenly uh, – they're suddenly saying, well, the, none of the DPS types figured out. And I realize I'm generalizing there, and I don't care. But none of the DPS types figured this out. Well, no. Those of us who know what the heck we're doing understand this already that, yeah, okay, oh, every once in a while. Then it's my job. Every once in a while this is going to happen, and it's my job to manage my aggro. The problem is with the pickup group system looking for dungeon tool is the vote kick system. Yeah, I've experienced that once already. And, I and was, you have – DPSers who are basically shopping around for an overpowered healer and are not satisfied with unless, someone who's working well, then their they're, way up. Then they're un- yeah. undercapable DPSers. Well, they want to be able to go ballistic DPS, pull aggro, well, and still survive the encounter. Yeah, they're chasing numbers is all they're doing. And they will vote kick the healer and insult them and say, you'll lull fail heal and kick you because you were not saving them from their own stupidity. Right. 
I have a problem with this. No, I have a problem with that as a DPS type too. I, that's just I, – it's one. it goes back to those things. That's not right and there's nothing we can do about it. Each of their votes counts the same as everyone else's. So you only right. Need, oh, I understand that. Which is generally to, why I do when I do that. I either don't vote at all, or I deliberately vote no, mm-hmm. just to piss somebody off. That's how you roll. Because that's how I roll. Now I have voted yes on the occasion because it was justified. Yes, and it wasn't the healer that we were. We were in Scarlet Monastery. There were four worgen and a human mage, and I was trying to pull, and he was pulling in front of me and aggroing half the zone. Mm-hmm. And somebody finally vote kicked him. And I voted yes on that one. And then we got a worgen, and then we were another worgen, DPS type, and then we ran Scarlet Monastery like six times in a row with absolutely no problems whatsoever. Nobody died. It was like clockwork. It was great. It is so glorious when the LFD tool does bring you a competent team. Unfortunately, it feels so glorious because it is such a rarity. Unfortunately. Yes. So a lot of the debate that we've been having is between the – if the content, quote, forces you, unquote, to run only with your friends, the content is broken. No, that's not the case because the content isn't forcing me to run with my friends. I choose to run with my friends because of all the idiots that are in the pugs. The idiots are the problem. <laughs> yes, not the, the idiots content. are the problem, not the content. Don't blame the content for people being stupid But it has or been a-holes. an interesting debate. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it has. The, we are you know, we're, we're in recovery from Wrath of the Lich King where... Being a complete tool who did not know how to play your do anything other than AOE spam and, and AOE pull with no crowd control was acceptable and successful. Right, and I there's no I don't have a problem with that because People as are, you said that was an acceptable tactic and strategy at the time. Well, now the game has evolved and people need to evolve with it, and some people are failing. People hate change. Right. Oh, I know that, and uh, just and that just encourages me to stick with the local team. All yes. the more. Yeah, I, I got a thing from Rygok last night as soon as I logged on. He was like, he was like, um, where's Gwen for levels and gear? And I'm like, she's not even halfway through through 81 or for, through 80 yet. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get the Worgen up to 80. I says, I know that leaves you guys hanging in the balance. And I feel bad about that. But that's I may, I promised myself I would do this. And I want to keep keep my word to myself. So Bring the dog up. Yes. And then I was going to send one to Vashir and one to... Uh, the nice lady. Hydel, Level who, the dog. Level who, the dog. Level the puppy. <laughs> Grind in the dog. Grind in the dog. Yeah. Oh, that just sounds bad. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh, hey there. Let that go. Just move on. That move on. Bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rough. But, all right. There's already been a, co- a request for a soundbite of Gwen equals moron. There needs to be one for Grind in the dog with no lies, too. No! <laughs> And then first one was from our IRC rep, no last thing. Silence! <laughs> Silence! <laughs> Am I coming oh. through? Button pusher. Crystal clear. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, so there's, Just a, maybe. there's a mage here uh, named Winora um, who says, I'd pay money to see my raid lead go to your leadership class, I owe good money. <laughs> like, oh, I'm being okay. paraphrased. I like this. <laughs> Flattery. Get you somewhere. Speaking as a gay man. <sighs> I'm going to <laughs> all of you. Uh, hi. Why do I raid with you people? <laughs> Why? Why do, do I, I raid, raid with, with you people? people? Uh, that's normally your line. I had to steal it from you. So, uh, 
Um, Arch Nemesis is um, drooling so much that her entire front is soaking wet. It's a baby thing. So I tried to like open up her shirt a little bit to keep the water away from her, and instead she just decided to soak it more. It's a baby <sighs> thing. And now she... angry ticks fire out of my nipples. No, um, but she uh, she did cut her canines. This week. She's full vampire now. Yeah, yeah thank you. Took vampire. the words right out of my mouth. Full vampire. <laughs> this is actually, and then she's got the bottom two right question, in the middle so it doesn't fill in. Question, <laughs> of really what, question is whether or not she's going to be a daywalker. I'm guessing she is. With that skin tone? Had she better no. Be. Oh, yeah, there is that. She better not be with better this not skin be tone. With Are you kidding? Tone. Look at the skin tone. She'll be burnt to a crisp in no time. Vampire I'd have to thing. move to Alaska. All right, this brings us up nicely against... Our next break. And in this one, we have another submission from the legendary baby, Illyrian, who brings another casual advert break thievery. So check us out on the web, www.vtwproductions.com. On that front page, you will see many of our sponsors, including... Audible.com. On the left-hand side, halfway down, is a link that will get you a free audiobook download if you're a new customer from the United States or Canada. Check out Audible.com. They have hundreds of thousands of hours of recorded spoken word content. All of it cool. Well, most of it. And reasonable prices. I subscribe to the system that gives me one full download credit per month, and it suits my usage pattern pretty nice. well occasionally on things like the trip to vegas i uh, buy a couple extras but hey that was just necessary because daxa had never heard hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy <gasps> i had to fix it right then and there and thank you audible for making that happen you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash vtw productions or click on the link on our front page for the freebie and our rss feed is created and maintained by rss feed creator from jitbit software check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com com or once again follow the link on the front page and even though octail threatens to stab himself through both eyes whenever i say this you are listening to casually hardcore and we are live on versus the world radio vtwproductions.com This advert break has been stolen from the casualties www.vtwproductions.com Hello everybody, I'm Illyrian and I'm here once again to steal an advert break from the Casually Hardcore crew, the Casualties, all of them. I'm Whichever ones are on the show, there seems to be a random collection every week. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying this. So, World of Warcraft, uh, playing it quite a bit this time. I actually went back to one of my old, 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 old characters from a very long time ago. Now, for in years past, when WoW Radio was still going on, we, a whole bunch of us, started a bunch of characters on Sporagar, which is a RP PvP server on the EU realm. I made a female Moomoo Cow Hunter called Illyrian, somewhat unoriginally. 
um, and levelled it all the way to 48. I then completely forgot about her for probably about two years, actually. So I came back to her this year and I realised she was there. And then a friend of mine in the guild that my, uh, one of my other characters is in, came up with a, you know, mentioned a good idea, a good thing you can do, which is that, um, levelling from 50 to 60, only in battlegrounds as much as possible, so you have a ton of honour when you hit level 60, then buying all of the epic PvP gear... Uh, as much of it as you can, levelling from 60 to 70 ridiculously fast to get through Outland quickly. I've been doing this this week. I have gone from 50 to 55 now, for the most part, in Alterac Valley, um, which kind of does make your soul die a little bit every time you hit the Q button, but not actually that much. It's mostly okay. I, you know, I'm not completely dead yet. But now I hit level 55, and that's when I realised there's a bit of an issue there, which is that if you go from 50 to 55 in AV, you're not gearing, are you? Because you're not questing, so you're not getting quest rewards. So, as I was, you know, running around frantically trying to kill mobs in Angoro Crater, and it was taking five minutes because I was, you know, hitting them while wearing level 42 greens with some 20 DPS one-handers that I was dual-wielding, and the crossbow that I won for winning AV, actually that was not, that's quite a good piece of gear, I thought to myself... This strategy has a flaw, because I can't bloody kill anything. Now, don't get me wrong. Hunters now, and they were before, but especially even more now, they are horribly overpowered for levelling. Like, it's not even remotely challenging. You can kill maybe five, six mobs at once on the time. Now, I can still do that with my hunter. It just takes roughly 7,000 years. So, even with ridiculous amounts of rested XP, because doing AV doesn't use up rested XP... It's 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 actually more soul crushing now to grind and level out in the world than in Alterac Valley. I would like everyone to stop now and take a moment and realise how ridiculous that is when AV is less soul crushing than levelling in Angoro Crater or Silithus. Okay, we've taken a moment for that. Now I guess the reward will be good, actually, because I'll hit level 60, I'll get as much of the epic PvP gear as I can, and off I'll go to Outland, full of blood and thunder, for the horde and all that. Um, incidentally, I did originally want to call my female Tauron hunter Snuggle Moo. However, I checked on the RP PvP servers forums, and I was informed that I was a terrible person, uh, I deserved to die, and forsooth, I should, you know, just go and kill myself. So I thought, okay, probably shouldn't call him Snugglemoo. I actually thought it was quite a good RP name, because the character's story was going to be that she liked to moo, and she liked to snuggle, hence Snugglemoo. Apparently my logic, you know, was, was not really recognised. Their loss, really. Um, now... Looking forward um, to my 85, my level 85, well I have two now, but my, my Orc Warrior that I've been tanking heroics with, I came to the conclusion this week that there's not actually much point for me right now in playing either of my maximum level characters. I don't really enjoy max level PvP at the moment. Now, that leads me really with max level raiding as my one main choice, my main path in the world of, of, of Azeroth. But the problem with that is that I don't really want to commit to a raiding schedule anymore. I did it for so long, and I put up with all the rubbish that comes with raiding guilds for so long. It just doesn't interest me anymore. And that raised the question to me of, if I'm not actually going to raid, and do constructive endgame content, and, and you know dedicate hours of my evenings each week to do it, why am I gearing through heroics? Why am I grinding rep on my hunter, uh, warrior? 
don't get me wrong, it has been extremely good fun doing heroics with my IRL friends and other guildies and stuff. That has been really good fun, actually, and there have been some great times. But I've done every heroic now a couple times, and I just, I start to wonder, really, what it's getting me now, other than just time spent in WoW that I could have spent getting better at StarCraft 2, or playing Dawn of War 2, as I have been this week, or any one of the other games. Um... And I do think that in World of Warcraft, it's very easy to kind of get into the rut of just doing stuff because it's there to be done and because you're in a guild with friends. What I'd like everyone listening to this to do is to look at WoW and find... Stop and just think one thing in WoW that you would find truly compelling. Be it rolling a new character, be it trying some PvP, and just at some point this week... Step away from your normal WoW routine and just try that one thing, even just for an hour. Just try it and see how it feels. Um, I'm going to be doing that quite a lot. I'm going to be doing that every day or every other day. I'm going to be taking an hour away just to do something silly and ridiculous. It adds a lot more variety to your game time, makes it seem like less of a slog, and actually, you'll, you'll probably find it really enjoyable. So that's going to do it for me for this week, guys. So until next week, stay casual. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is The Kexman. And I am here in regards to the new VTW show, Wipe, Rinse, Repeat, airing on Mondays at 7pm GMT, 2pm EST, with an hour's pre-show beforehand. Tune in for all the news and views in the PvE area of World of Warcraft. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW. Hello, I'm Oxtail. And I'm Gnomewise. Would you like to be a correspondent for VTWProductions.com? Well, if you do... Send an email to vtwsubs at gmail.com. That's vtwsubs at gmail.com. You have 937 messages, all of which are marked urgent. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. I was reminded by the uh, Kexman drop in there earlier that. Pretty much all the shows are back on their regular schedules. We are yep. out of the holidays, out of the hiatus, I guess would be the plural of hiatus. Hiatuses. Who knows? I like hiatus. Breaks. Fine. Everyone's done with their breaks. So check out the schedule on the front page of vtwproductions.com. The show timer is no longer suffering uh, epileptic fits of being constantly reset to adjust for people's uh, cancellations and hiatuses or breaks or whatever you want to call them. So it can once again be relied upon to correctly predict uh, what's coming up next. So if you look at the front page now, you'll see the click here for the show schedule. And right above that, the next show timer. In this case, the next show is the morning stream. 16 hours, 51 minutes, and 38 seconds from now. And 36, 34, 33. <laughs> 33. Stop. Oh, sorry. 
And I would like to give uh, shout-outs to everyone who came to the dance party. You go, girl. Um, we have Zarek and White Tempest and Dreadlock and Panda Tracks and Stop, Drop, and Sap. Uh, Rink, Gohex, Kalgor, Winora, who went off to play his other mage. Um, Tonarinko. Tonarineko. I'm going to say that wrong, and I apologize now. Um, Baikal. Um, Guidanamo. Gromit, Shailin, or Shailin, and Boba Fetish, of course, are here. So um, if I missed anybody, send me a whisper. I'll get your shout-out in very soon. And now is the time, if you are at the dance party, to send me your shout-outs. We are in the shout-out email segment. Speaking of email, if you wish to email the show, either as a podcast listener or as a live listener, the email address is theshow at alphageekradio.com. That's theshow at alphageekradio.com. So, yeah, lots of Horde-style people came uh, today. Thank you very much. Um, So I'm really happy to uh, see you guys here. I'm glad you made it. And uh, I'm enjoying your company, especially since I'm not PvP flag today. Added bonus. Added bonus to, yeah, not engage in anything that happens. So happy, happy. So in the email box, there is a, a... Black band oh. email called It's a Sad Day with the emoticon frowny face. Something I forgot oh. to do was pull up the, pull up the email box. No, Casualties fail. It is with a sad heart that I must tell you slash sigh that I was forced to change my warlock's name from Pumpermore. Why, you may ask? My nephew, he's six, will play WoW on my account when he comes over. And now that you can read pretty well, well, need I say more? I don't want to have to try to explain no. that one to him. That's all for now. Keep up the great show. That from Holy, Holy Crap. Crap. Sadly, I actually took that as like a pumpernickel type. I didn't actually <laughs> translate that until you just read that email. Because <laughs> you're not a guy. Yep. This is why I'm... It's not, um, it's not your fault. Yeah, I'm broken. What can I say? Not touching that one. This is the All woman right. that we had to teach the meaning of the phrase money, money shot to. Oh. All right. Yeah, and... you guys had to teach me that phrase. So uh, Arch Nemesis is drinking her bottle, oh, and no. if you'll notice, she's falling asleep as she finishes it here. Very Good, nice. Look at her in the arms there. It's a happy thing. Yes, it is. So. From Fellhammer, Death Knight, Neptalon EU. Hi, gang. You were talking last week about how there's a Japanese company called Cyberdyne, but do you know what the British Military Network of Satellites is called? What is it called? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's called Skynet. Yep. I'll say no more except to provide you with a link. And I looked it up, and yep, they called it Skynet. And he goes, seriously, have these people never seen Terminator? And he says, much love and hugs to the whole gang. Yeah, exactly. No, apparently they have not. It's a network up in the sky. Know, yeah. Let's call it Skynet. Skynet. Wow, you badly need a PR Yeah, department. you do. Wait, before you do that, let's watch a movie. Oh, but that's just science fiction. It's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. No. Throw them to the ground and Den- kneel on their windpipe. Denial is the first step. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Denial is a river in Egypt. Yep. All right, an email here says, first live show, we've scarred another one. Woo, goody. Yay. 
Hi, evening, CH crew. I've been a long-time listener of the show, but due to most of my family gatherings being held on Sunday, I have not until last week been able to attend the show live to participate in the IRC dance party and other assorted shenanigans. Just wanted to say thanks for the hours of entertainment you have provided to keep the sane, keep me sane during long archaeology grinds. God is a bad word. Shout out to my horde guild, Acquired Taste. That from Pips McCloskey, a.k.a. Elvendil, level 85, Blood Elf Mage, Bleeding Hollow, U.S. Vernos. Uh-huh. That's what I said there. Welcome to the insanity that is Versus the World Radio live broadcasting. Yes, we don't just do podcasts. We shoutcast and then record it. We have the ability to edit it, and strangely, we don't. Gee, I wonder why. Because I'm extremely lazy. That too. And have built this entire system to allow me to get the podcast archive uploaded with a minimum minimum of delay (laughs) and difficulty. (laughs) Minimum effort. Works for me. Maximum effect. There you go. It is an Aikido tenet. There you go. And I live it. Yes, I'm just a lazy SOP, and that's all there is to it. What do you got? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at a couple. Ooh, that sounds... I will look into the black void. Oh, God, the black void looks back. Wall of text. Ah, okay. We have some shout-outs from the IRC. From Copy. Just let Iolite know that Shailen is Copy, and that it is pronounced Shailen, not Shailen. Okay. Fix that. From Runo, shout out to the Stormhoof tribe and Smoke and Mirrors from Wenora, Arcane Mage of Awesome from Gromit. And uh, Runo also votes for more Alpha Geek. Hmm? Runo also votes for more Alpha Geek. More Alpha Geek radio or more Alpha Geek interviews or yes? I'm going to guess yes, as does Gohex. It's, uh, by the way, to send email to the show, it's the show at alphageekradio.com. And the Alpha Geek Radio episodes are really, every time I look at another firm commitment to do radio on a specific evening at a specific time, and it's got to be evening, it's got to be, it would have to be after the kids go to bed. After 8 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, which means either during the week or Friday night or Saturday night, I just come up against the... I'm not sure I want to do that and commit to it. Because when I commit to these things, I take it seriously. Right. And I, Those are the rules. Which is why, you, if you look at our archive, you have a fairly well-uninterrupted stream going all the way back to 2007. Mm-hmm. Which, when you consider it, is pretty damn scary. But I, just, I don't want to declare... Yes, there will be a weekly Alpha Geek Radio at this time, at this place, and then not be able to live up to it. I don't think he's expecting that. I think he's just saying, I'd like more. I will do it when the universe allows me to do it. Okay. I enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun. He just made the request in the Black Void, and I thought I'd pass that along since you were talking about it. It's low maintenance. Um, I just... I, I need to find time to go out and, and increase the music I'm allowed to play and comedy I'm allowed to play Reservoirs so yes. that every single episode of Alpha Geek Radio is not exactly the same as every other episode. In terms of, of, in terms of the, the music content. and, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's things that we can talk about it's, and, and do that are, not, um, that are not casually hardcore as well that we could put on Alpha Geek Radio. You know, Absolutely. we could do, as we said, we could do the, the gun show. 
um, and <sighs> do the version of Alpha Geek Radio that is guns and Gwen and, on guns. Gwen, and yeah, Gwen could really. Gwen could edu- educate us. Um, and you know, there's a bunch of other things. So we had uh, people in the dance party were actually um, remembering. Some of them are new enough that they don't know that uh, I work at a school and that ah. I'm a college professor, and they they didn't know that you teach there on occasion and things like that. So it was fun actually typing in the in the gray void and, and having those conversations. Um, These are the so, RL things we do when we're not yeah, doing any yes. videos. Yes. Now there's some more stuff from the Black Void here from Gromit. Can I get a shout out for Boba Fetish for being way nice and helpful? Uh, ah, that's a nine, but it was supposed to be an open parenthesis. He hooked me up with a tux. Nice. Grats, congratulations, and Sweet. thank you, Boba Fetish. You're awesome. But we knew that. And to answer Barry VA's question from the Blackboard, yes, we are, in fact, in the Phoenix metro area. Yes, we are. Yep. So we are very, very far away from the big hole in the ground that you will likely be visiting on your voyage here. So the whole rendezvousing with you during your travels, uh, unlikely, because the Grand Canyon is, 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 is a, not Phoenix. Is about five and a half hours away. Who's yeah. coming here? Berivier is, uh, has a chance, there's some travel that may be coming his way to be taking some vehicles from Vegas back to his homeland, nice. which would bring him, they would use the opportunity to say, hey, I've never seen the Grand Canyon, let's go check out this national monument, and the whole, yeah, well, that ain't exactly Phoenix, because yep. Arizona is a really big place. Yes. One of those natural yes. wonders of the world big that hole. you go through. It make is pretty. Sh- make sure you spit in it while you're there. <laughs> It is absolutely is, phenomenally beautiful. Looks better from the bottom. Though they're so concerned Does, now you, you, about the the accumulate the cumulative the cumulative erosion caused by 6 million visiting tourists a year that any net imbalance between the amount you eat and the amount you excrete while you're there is surgically removed from your body weight when you leave. So every time you go to the bathroom there it's vitally important to get a receipt. You Shout are so out. mean. Shout I was going to gonna, Adams. I was gonna say, do you want to address that or should I? I he's just mean. Okay. Continue. He's just making crap up. No, I'm just quoting. Um, yeah, he's quoting Douglas Adams, who yeah. made crap up. Yeah, exactly. Professionally. <laughs> <laughs> Professionally, yes. That's called a, being a writer. Um, yeah, actually, uh, if you do decide uh, to hike the canyon, pieces of advice. A, train. <laughs> right. Well, train ahead of time. Hard to train for that. Rule one: cardio. Well, cardio. But <laughs> see, the problem yeah. with it is, is it's climbing a mountain backwards. Uh-huh. Well, here's the deal: like when you're when you're training in the valley to do that, you basically hike Squaw Peak in the valley or Camelback Mountain. Or Camelback I mean, when we Back say down. the valley, let's be clear: we're valley, of the sun, valley of the Sun, Phoenix, Phoenix Arizona. Arizona. So, you, and if you hike Squaw Peak in Phoenix, Arizona, um, up and down uh, three times you actually have equaled the elevation change for the canyon. Right. So it'll give you an idea of how much in shape you are. But I know there are people every year who try to hike down to the bottom and back up to the top all in one day. And I would say, don't do that. Yeah. Um, People die trying that every year. And uh, it is uh, a mile down in elevation change. It's actually... 8 to 11 miles, depending upon which trail you which choose, trail you take, yeah. on the way down and on and the way even up. even if you go down, and I will give you the advice that was given to me, when you're coming back up, especially if you're coming up uh, Bright Angel Bright Angel Trail, which is the main trail from the main point, 
take two days. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stay the night at Phantom Ranch if you have the time. It's worth oh, it. Phantom Ranch is in the bottom, and then Indian Gardens is halfway and up. And Indian Gardens is halfway up. Spend the night at Indian Gardens. You yeah. will thank yourself the next Your body morning. will thank you. Yes, yes, because you only have to go. You can screw around a little down on the bottom and goof off and sleep in, which after walking down, you will probably need to do. I know I did. <laughs> and then... You get to the halfway up, and you're like, okay, we're halfway there. And then the next day, you get up good and early and start and walk out the rest of the way. And, and if you plan it well Because then I time, had to drive five and a half hours back to Phoenix, yeah. and only having to do half a day as opposed to a full day, I was much better. I actually made it home without driving while sleeping. If you plan ahead and get actual cabin space at Phantom Ranch for a day or two, it makes it even better. Yeah, and if they yeah. tell if you when you go to check in at the top at uh, the Phantom Ranch Lodge up at the top, and they tell you, oh, by the way, we have a cabin open. Would you like to take it? Say, Say yes. Because yes. yeah, I said no, and I reg- I've regretted it ever since. It actually doesn't matter um, how much it costs if it's open, because sometimes the reservations for those are two Someone, years. Yeah, somebody, somebody, canceled, somebody canceled a reservation. And at they the very last open. minute. Uh, my friend and I looked one. at each other and went, no, that's okay. We've got all this camping gear. No. We'll use it. Yeah, dumb. The no, put, put the camping gear back in your, <laughs> your <laughs> no, car. No, well, we still <laughs> oh, needed it for Indian, Indian, Indian Garden, Gardens, so it wasn't yeah. a big deal. But, yeah, we should have. I mean, the campgrounds are very nice. Yes. Oh, they're exquisite. They're for, well yeah, developed. They're very and they've got running water and things like that. So you can refresh all of your water supplies and things. getting to the bottom and not having to assemble your campsite instead you're just taking your gear out in your cabin space right order of magnitude better when you're that weary and you've just abused your body in a way that it's not used to being slapped about yeah. knees well, your, we had, your joints it's it's incredibly yeah. well down joints. down is very hard on your joints much harder on your joints than up is but uh it's we went down south kaibab and oh, see, I went down Yaki Point. Yeah, we went down South Kaibab and up Bright Angel, and South Kaibab down across the Silver Bridge, mm-hmm. Rainbow Bridge. Yep, or whatever they call we it. We went across both of them, actually. Oh, I only um, crossed the one bridge right across. One, one on the way down Phantom and one Ranch. on the way out, I think. And I don't remember which one it was. But the uh, it, you get to the bottom, and you're like, oh, thank goodness that's over. And then you are really tired, and you have your dinner, and you relax with people, and then you fall asleep or drink yourself to sleep, depending upon what you did. Yep, whatever. Yeah, it usually doesn't take very much booze. No. no, it doesn't. Not when you're that tired. And then you wake up in the morning like I did, and you go, oh, how pretty. The light's coming in. I should probably get up. And oh, oh, my God. I just moved. Uh, oh, 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 my yeah. legs. Oh, oh, wait. That's why, hi- <laughs> that's why hydration is important. Mm-hmm. No, it was just... My muscles went. That's why. Hi- no. That's why <laughs> hydration is. That's why hydration and potassium are important. Oh, and my electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, now my being in better shape would help with that. Well, but yeah. But hydration helps with. And that. that was after training. Now after right. Oh, I'm sure it that was. was after training. Oh, I'm sure for like it was. six months. Yeah. After all that discussion, Barry from the Black Void says, "Hiking is far from in the cards. We will stop, look, and leave." <laughs> well, even if you decide that you want to. You know, walk partway down, say, Bright Angel Trail. Don't. Don't do not do it in the summertime, number one. <laughs> yeah. if, or if you do it in the summertime, be prepared. Because the further down into the canyon you get, the hotter it gets. Yeah, when you get to the bottom of the canyon, you're at the same elevation as Phoenix. And it's right. as and, hot as Phoenix. And it's as mm-hmm. hot as Phoenix. 
But I, I mean, I love reading these articles from the Forest Service and the Park Service about things that they see, and you know, people hiking down the tra- women hiking down the trail in you know five inch stilettos and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, I, I've actually read that. Now I'm pretty sure that Perry doesn't wear five inch stilettos, but yeah, if you're going to do that, what wear, a sight that would be! Wear <laughs> a, not in public anyway. <laughs> wear appropriate clothing. Yes, I'm. Uh, well, what's sure, funny, I'm sure all my posts are going to get edited on are, the board now. Aren't you certain that those uh, that those five inch stilettos were actually crampons? There you go. I, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm not going. It's there. It's a new new breed of instep crampon. Yep. Um, you know, I got to tell you, I'm not going there. When you're hiking, we've always hiked in the winter. Uh, when we, I have too. The one time I went down times. there, the one time I went down there, I went in January. Um, uh, it's snowy at the top. It's Phoenix at the bottom. Yeah, it was frozen right. waterfalls and stuff at the bottom. And it was cold. At, at, don't get me wrong. It was cold at the bottom, too. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't nearly as cold as it was. Yeah, but, you get up to the top and you're like, oh, I'm really glad I have my crampons with me. Because yeah. yeah. the trail is icy. Tracks. The, the, the trail is icy and the switchbacks are not that wide. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I really don't want to yeah, fall. The first time I'd ever seen a frozen waterfall up close was there. That's very cool. It was, yeah, it was really But we had, you know, it's... I, I, it is one of the seven wonders, one of the seven natural wonders of the world. Yes, um, and it uh, it was fabulous. Now, Just also fabulous. from the Black Void, we have from GoHex. Pass on a shout out for the people who are taking part in the DC Universe Online League. Hmm. Check out the Play Together board on the forums if you wish to hang out with the versus the world folk in DC Universe Online. Um, and uh, Mustachio Soul has showed up. Um, at the dance party, so shout out to you. Thank you for coming, um, and I am glad that you are having a good time. Sorry, I'm waving to the video wall. Are you waving to the video and wall? And someone is showing us pictures of, I don't know, it looks like the mana bar, or somebody in the IRC tell me what uh, the most recent uh, addition to the... Uh, Video wall is what you're showing us there, oh bearded one who looks uh, remarkably like myself. Uh, well, you're just panning your camera around, and I'm just wondering where the heck that was. And I will wait for the uh, wait for the whisper. Wait for the whisper. Yep. Um. So it's a uh, it's a fun trip. Yeah, Grand Canyon. Yep. You know, if you're gonna do real life trips, <laughs> or real life ad- real life adventures, real life adventures. That's- yeah. While you're, do it while your body is young enough and, and hale enough to, to withstand it, because yeah. it is no small undertaking. Totally worth it. Like well, to- the, that being said, they do you do hear stories on a regular basis of, you know, like eighty year old women who are going down there and hey, if you're hiking in, to the bottom of the Grand if Canyon you're in shape to do it, had a chance. Yeah, right. go mm-hmm. for if it. If you're in shape to do it at eighty, shout out yep. like Amen, sister, go for it. And so I, I, I do. I think that, that you need to do you need to do these things uh, when you ha- when the opportunity presents itself. Apparently, that's Kevin in the video feed, and he is at a uh, real life guild meetup, and he's running his webcam there. So shout out to Kevin. Right, shout out Kevin. Got an email Amen. here. It says, "Hello, casuals. This is your old pal Ashy, the Swedish Death Knight. <laughs> I have finally returned to the fold of the casualties, and I'm loving it." How do you guys find the new expansion so far? And can I get a shout out to my new guild, For Real, spelled F U R? I'm assuming that it's going to be an all Worgen guild, but I could be wrong. I would think that's a pretty safe assumption on your part. See ya from Ashley the Swedish Death Knight. Uh, we discussed it some length earlier. Uh, we all seem to be uniformly enjoying the content we have been able to run thus far. 
You have done all the worgen and improved leveling content. Gwen, you've passed through into the unimproved leveling content. Yeah, and believe me, you, you notice. The sudden drop-off in, oh, we're back to the grindy suckiness. Yes, we're back to the grindy suckiness, which is why, I mean, I blasted through the first 60 levels and then hit 60, and it was like, <gasps> I'm going they, slowly. They took the sun away. No, my soul, give me back my soul. Not until you get to level 80. Damn you all. Sigh. Deep sigh. Yeah. And with that sigh, on that bombshell, to quote Top Gear, we'll be going to our next music break. You're listening to this week's episode of Casually Hardcore with Gnomewise, Iolite, and Gwenora, the original triumvirate of terror from back in the day. We've Uh. got... Some Jonathan Colton queued up for you. A little bit extra, too, because I'm going to go get myself a frosty beverage. So an extra song will let me do you that. You do that. Woo-hoo. Booyah, Grandma. Booyah. You're lying. We'll be back right after this. Code monkey, get up, get coffee. Code monkey, go to job. Code monkey, have boring meeting with boring manager Rob. Rob say, Code monkey, very diligent, but his output stink. His code not functional or elegant. What do Code monkey think? Code monkey think maybe manager wanna write goddamn login page himself. Code monkey not say it out loud. Code monkey not crazy, just proud. Code monkey likes Speedos. Code monkey likes to have a Mountain Dew. Code monkey very simple man. The big warm fuzzy secret heart. Code monkey like you. Monkey have long walk back to cubicle. He sit down, pretend to work. Good monkey not thinking so straight. Good monkey not feeling so great. Good monkey like Fritos. Good monkey like Tabby Mountain Good monkey very simple man. Big warm fuzzy secret heart. Good monkey like you. Monkey thinks someday he have everything, even pretty girl like you. Code monkey just waiting for now. Code monkey says someday, somehow. Code monkey like Fritos. Code monkey 
your eyes Open up the doors We'll all come inside and eat your brains I'm Octail I am Gnomewise And you are listening to VTWProductions.com Versus the World Radio And Casually Hardcore spirals towards the drain in our final segment for this week and this is our general nerdiness. Now, Gwen, you let off the Casually Hardcore research team thread immediately following last week's show. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't wait to post this. It was too late to get into it then when I found it. Because of this thing you found that yeah. just hit, hit, struck a chord. Well, I, and it struck a chord with you, too. Well, yeah. Because you and I have talked about this in the past, and we've talked about it with Grail and Iowa, Dax, and everybody else on the planet, basically. Um, people being but this jerks. is on this is on com, and it was a new and maybe better way to stop people from being jerks online. Basically, what it is is it's League of Legends, which I believe that some of the folks on vtwproductions.com play a little bit, a little bit. And essentially, what happens with this is the creators of League of Legends Riot are games, I believe. pardon Riot Games. Yes, very good. Um, are implementing a system, quote, capable of delivering crowdsourced justice. They're calling it a tribunal system, and their tribunal will be staffed not by professional customer service personnel, but not by real judges, but by gamers themselves, basically high-level players in the game. Mm -hmm. And apparently what happens, and they have a sample of it on the website, is they um, will have a complaint submitted to them, and they will read the complaint and then take including uh, chat logs including chat logs and stuff like that and game data and then and game data etc cetera, etc cetera, and then we'll go ahead and render judgment as necessary so that's kind of how let's see what else did they say about that it's just an uh, interesting system of where you can deservedly receive the ban hammer from your fellow players. Exactly. The people submitting tickets on you won't be the one rendering the decisions. Right. And there's some other things about it. It says any League of Legends player will be able to become a member of the tribunal as long as they reach a class of summoner level 30, the highest rank possible in the player community, and one attained by regular play of the game. That keeps anybody from just hopping on and becoming a judge. A player who qualifies to be a judge will be able to access a randomized selection of cases. Each case... Generated by a player or players who have complained about the behavior of a League of Legends gamer. The tribunal player will not be able to pick their own cases. They also won't be told That's how many good. votes it will be, will be required to cause the player in question to be punished or pardoned. All they see is their little slice of the pie, basically. Right. And Here's say, what happened. What do you think of it? What do you think of it? And they have no idea how many other tribunal members are looking at this. So the, all they're asking is, what do you think of this? Well, I think this guy was acting like a complete asshat. He needs to be punished. Smack. Smack. Provided the certain number of votes that the developers have specified gets met, and you'll never know if that's going to happen. Or this looks like um, the submission nice. was complete BS. Pardon. 
Right. And it right. says the judge player will be able to punish, pardon, or skip, but they won't be allowed to issue their justice with mouse click swiftness. Riot plans to enforce a minimum of 60 seconds for each case to be reviewed and will require the input of special type characters when a, when a uh, vote is made. These systems are intended to guarantee the players can't issue a judgment without having had time to review a case and can't program a robot to do it for them. Nice. So they actually have to sit there and pay attention. Um, Riot apparently is still working out what the punishments will be. Um, and player judges certainly won't be able to take that part of the law into their own hands, setting sentences they see fit. Um, they, pl- I guess Riot's planning to use a tiered system of penalties. Um, first time, and it goes up for the, number one, the how many times you've been an offender and how many uh, uh, punish and, buttons have been pressed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it says good behavior will cool an offender's level of possible punishment. So someone who's been punished once, for example, could eventually find themselves with a clean status if they keep their nose clean. And hey, that's I mean, and they're saying it's not going to be perfect, but it's a start. At least somebody's right. doing something about it. Right. Well, and Reading it's an interesting thing, system. I, I feel a little better about it having read it because it's it's it will be a little harder to stack that system. Right. And, um, you know, and 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 the griefers out there will find ways to abuse this. I'm always. sure. Right. But it sounds like the developers have taken that into consideration as they well should. The developers are trying. And have done so far the best they can to work their way around that. Now, we'll see what happens when it actually goes into this does when it actually goes into effect. I'd be interested in following keeping an eye on this other articles maybe on Kotaku later on and seeing what people have to say about this. This is not going to make me want to go out and play League of Legends, <laughs> but I think this is kind of cool that um, that uh, th- things like this are at least being being uh, considered, and if you look at the the screenshot that they have on there, it has you know punish, pardon, or skip. They encourage you to skip things that are submitted in, in a language that you are not native to, and such. Right, right. and you know, and a, and a little thing that says "I'm done for now," and it it's got a little tips guide over on the right hand side of the screen, and then it's got a typical case where, um, apparently somebody jumped on who was twelve, and was saying things like, you know, I'm a golden bro, AFK for the lols. Right. And was going AFK while these guys are trying to finish a game mm-hmm. and was calling everybody noobs and saying bro, 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 and somebody complained about it. And so now they look at it and go, okay, yeah, we're going to fix this. And yeah, so all you can do is punish, pardon, or skip. And just reading this and having read this stuff over on the tips on the side and – I mean, one of the things is being bad at the game isn't a bannable offense. You should mm-hmm. be looking more at more than the score or item build to determine a verdict. Well, this kid's being an idiot. My knee-jerk reaction, just reading from what I've – just this screen would be to punish. Well, especially if it's something where they can they can recover from it over time and it's not such a big deal. Right. Well, right. this kid's an idiot from what I've read, so – but so, I think it's an interesting concept all the way around. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I'm interested to keep watching it and see what happens. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it works and what the response of the community is. I, I find that, that I like the fact that you don't know how many it's going to take. I like the fact that it's individual and you don't know who who all is on the panel reviewing that particular case. So you can't, you know, jury tamper as much. Um, well, there's no way to do it, at least from what I'm from seeing. From the user's yeah. end, yeah, from the judge's end. I have a, a couple of shout-outs that I need to do. Um, uh, Zarek actually wants a shout-out to his guild, Tortured Reality, of um, Jub- Jubilthos US for coming for downing Omnitron 
in Blackwing Descent, bringing us to five of 12 bosses dead, and good luck on tonight's raid. So shout out So Given, that from Zarek. And then the other shout out that I had was, um, I, this was from uh, Stop, Drop, and Sap, um, whose primary is Stop, Drop, and Roll, of course, the Fire Mage. Um, I need to give a shout out to Boba Fetish. He's uh, survived in the lava for the entire music break naked. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I think you actually have to like flag PvP and just take damage at that point. <laughs> it's like the only way Allow to get out of to the, attack you. Yeah, or get out of how you're going to get out of the lava. Um, one of the things that I do like is that I can actually jump out of the lava now and, and switch into flight form and mm-hmm. fly away if I want. So I don't have to stay down in the lava, but I, I took my damage the way I'm supposed to. Um, and unlike Boba Fetish, who's sitting here with, um, oh my gosh, 95,000 health with his armor on. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sitting here with 48,000 health with all my armor on. So that tells you exactly how things scale um, as you uh, kind of move into Epic Land at 85. Because I'm 82 with blues. Well, so and, what class uh, spec is he? Uh, Boba's a priest. Human priest. Okay, then. <laughs> that tells you, yes. Let's, that's, this isn't a warrior even uh, that we're talking about here. Yeah, it's a clothy. And he's wearing greens and blues at 85. Well, there you go. So, All right, so there's here... some scalability for you to talk about. Oh, one purple. Yes. But it's a level 80 purple. So it might as well be a green. So, yeah, might as well be a green. So there you go. Okay, so from the research thread, here's one that's very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Red Dwarf to return for a new oh. series. Oh, I thought you, I yeah. thought you were going to read a different one, but that's okay. I'll read it. I'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm over on the research thread now. I just had to take care of those. Actors Craig Charles, who plays Lister, and Robert Llewellyn, who played Crichton, have confirmed that Red Dwarf will be returning for a new six-part series. New series will be, a, will be recorded again in front of a live studio audience, if possible, between November and January, and will air in mid to late 2012 on the UK satellite-slash-cable channel, Dave. Red Dwarf's last full season, its eighth, aired in 1999. Producers subsequently spent a long period trying to develop a movie version, which never materialized. That's that's known as development hell. Dave commissioned a new three-part TV special called Back to Earth, which aired in 2009 to smash ratings, beating both BBC2 and Channel 4 free-to-air channels. The success of the specials has now convinced Dave to develop a longer series in the spirit of the original series. Now, if none of you, if you don't know what Red Dwarf is, uh, I pity you. Um, you do kind of have to have a certain appreciation for the British style of humor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, over the life of that series, the the quality waxed and waned, and you know some series are, are monumentally better and funnier than others. But generally, through the whole thing, they're pretty darn good. Um, I personally didn't like the Back to Earth um, special all that much, but apparently it was a ratings bonanza for Dave, so okay. And if it's getting me the most of the original team back together to give me a regular series again, I'm, I'm glad. So we'll see how this pans out uh, early next year. Uh, the sooner the better. I mean, I was following the whole Red Dwarf movie saga thing, and you know, at, at various times they were very close to having it uh, come into being and then shot down. As things will happen in movie land. <sighs> oh well. I'll get my red dwarf one day. One way or another. 
Gwen, you had one that you Actually, thought I was going to read. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I have two when you're done. Google Chief, Internet Armageddon is all my fault. Mm. Excuse me? The father of the internet, Vint Cerf, the CEO of Google, says the world is going to run out of internet addresses, quote, within weeks, and it will be all his fault. It's, I mean, the fact that the IPv4 address pool is about to be depleted is absolutely accurate. Yes, it and is. And don't we have IPv6? On the way. Uh, which will have... Far a, from implemented. According mm. to this... Uh, it says the allocation of those of those addresses is set, actually there were only 4.3 billion when he when he did this, but the industry is moving towards a new version called IPv6, which will offer trillions of addresses for every person on the planet. And it's going to be a very disruptive and painful transition that's going to cost lots of money. Which is why, even though we've had years of warning, n- almost nobody has. I was going to say well, because I've been hearing about IPv6 it's like, for it, it's like, five years. It's at least. like the whole conversion to. To digital television, right? No one, nobody wants to spend the money until they had to. Until they, they were mandated by the federal government to do so, and then they happened. Then it happened, and that's the same after thing after here. much kicking, screaming, and QQing. Yep. But I just thought that was amusing. I was like, oh, interesting. That'll probably suck when that happens. You had two there, Bib. Uh, I do actually, and um, the first one is wear your tweets on your ring finger. <laughs> this was funny. Um, the, the tiny little article, um, and this is on Mashable, um, dot com, basically says, ever composed a tweet so poignant, so incisive, that you've wanted to carve it into titanium, wear it on your finger, and lovingly call it, my precious? Well, now you can, thanks to Tweet Rings. Tweet Rings is a brand new service from Amsterdam-based startup Alphabeth.com. Um, whose motto is, some tweets should last forever. To be fair, they all do, as they are housed in the Library of Congress, but never mind. The idea of decking yourself out in Internet culture is nothing new, but these rings are slightly more classy than other iterations. I, for one, plan to get, and this is a quote from the uh, gentleman who wrote, Why do some people smell like baby dolls? What is that? Engraved in classic silver, as I feel it's some of my best work, and therefore wholly worth immortality. So if you have funny tweets that you've, that you've seen that you would actually want immortalized and carved into a band that you wear, now that exists as um, on alphabeth.com. So I thought that was funny. And then the other one that was fun is website challenges visitors to do nothing. So the simple site, do nothing for two minutes, challenges you to do just that. Nothing. If you touch your mouse or keyboard during the countdown, you're greeted with a fail message. Um, we would suggest uh, suggest do nothing for two minutes. Creator Alex Two and developer Ben Dowling add a motion sensing webcam to the mix. <laughs> so the only way to pass this challenging test would be to remain still as well, barely breathing. Um, it was interesting. According to TechCrunch, Two said. I had been thinking about how we spend every making minute of the day with access to an unlimited supply of information to the point of information overload. I also read somewhere that there's evidence that our brains are being rewired by the Internet because we get a little dopamine kick every time we check our email or Twitter or Facebook and there's a new update. So we're all developing a bit of ADD, which is probably not great in terms of being productive. So it's interesting just that they were challenging you to be still. For a moment. And uh, I'm not sure I can, actually. <laughs> uh-huh. I sit there and the number of times I p- 
pull my iPhone out to check it uh-huh. is ridiculous. Yes, you yeah. are the problem. Congratulations. I am the problem. I am one of the problems. In the land of not safe for work, Duke Nukem Forever has a release date. Really? May really? 3rd, 2011. The game really, really. that has been in active development in one form or another for the last dozen years is actually looking like it's going to come true. Now, if you don't know anything about Duke Nukem, it's for adults only. Even the trailers and such that you may link to from the uh, show notes or from the IRC right now, be warned, not for the faint of heart or for the uh, more prudish among us because, yeah, hail to the king, baby. Yeah, just, uh, just, that's all I'm going to say on that one. But... The most <coughs> legendary piece of vaporware ever would appear to be coming to a store near you before too much awfully longer. We'll see. This could be the end of the world, or they just might ship a couple million copies of the game. So, Gwen, did you have one? Because I have another one. Yeah, Anne Hathaway's cat won't win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm very excited about this because I think Anne Anne Hathaway's just unbelievably hot. Oh, I love that girl. Especially the picture that of the link that we have that hopefully hopefully you're all getting right now is her kind of falling out of a dress and it's spectacular. Anyways, it's very interesting to read the comments from the troglodytes down on the bottom because there are some people who are like. Me, who are like, oh, Anne Hathaway, yes. And most of the Batman fanboys I'm seeing out there are like, no, breaking out the garlic and the crosses and the holy water and all kinds of stuff because they think that she's just an absolutely horrible choice. And let's see. I find it amusing. I'm not taking it at all seriously. I wasn't real hot about the whole Maggie Gyllenhaal thing. She's a fantastic actress. But I liked Katie Holmes as Rachel Dawes much better. I didn't quite understand the whole switch thing in the middle. I just work here. Because I thought I thought uh, Katie Holmes was much better looking. I'm trying to remember. We had, what, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. And right. then Halle Berry. And then Halle Berry. But Halle Berry did her own thing, the whole Catwoman movie, that I didn't even bother mm-hmm. wasting my time with. Yeah, because... It, but it still is you, you, Halle you Berry. You can spot suck from a distance. Right. I mean, now, stu- there were stuck a in a vinyl cat suit is still suck. Right, but it was Halle Berry sucking in a vinyl cat suit, yes. which has arguments in and of itself for the pro, but she couldn't rescue that movie. No. Let's put it that way. Not all the, not all the skin She's not a bad actress no, either. She's, she's a great she's, actress. I mean, she's an Oscar-winning actress for uh, Monsters Ball. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Anne Hathaway's cat moment. Just because yeah. I want to see Anne Hathaway in a Catwoman suit, and I want to <laughs> see Anne Hathaway doing the whole transformation into Catwoman. The whole Selena Kyle yeah, storyline. The whole Selena Kyle storyline. I'm very interested in seeing that. And I want to keep an eye on the on the, all the fanboy boards because I want to listen to them QQ for the next year. So you know what what I want to see is I'm totally psyched about that. All these major franchises when they're rebooting them, um, why do they have to go back for the same freaking cast members? Every time. No, they don't. I, I, Why are we seeing the same parade of villains almost in the order we saw them in well, from they're the doing, last time around? they're doing Bane. They never, they never have done Bane. Sure, they did. Not in... They pissed all over Bane in Batman Forever. Oh, did they? I, never saw, the, I never saw Batman and, Forever. And, and please, for the love of God, 
don't ever watch it. No. Because I don't they, know. I, I, they took Bane, arguably one of the most interesting and badass villains in the Batman universe, and reduced badass. him to a complete joke. Well, you could make a lot of arguments about about that as uh, about some of the other ones too. But I'm just saying, as much as I as much as I enjoyed the second one that Christopher Nolan did, mm-hmm. I thought they could have had more from Harvey Dent and Two Face. Oh yeah. Instead of killing him at the end of the movie. I like the fact that they killed him at the end of the movie. Oh, see, I didn't. Because... I thought they could have gotten so much more out of that character. I hate the comic book trope of the people who never die. <gasps> there is that, and I have ranted about that previously. But And the retcons, and the resurrections, and the retooling, and yeah. the reimagining of just go think up a new adversary. Yeah. yeah. And occasionally... They do, yeah. Because I can, I can recall actually reading books and reading stuff where there's a, a long term protagonist, and just thinking, "Oh my God, would you just please kill him already?" Yeah. Protagonist or antagonist? Antagonist. I'm sorry. Antagonist. I was going to say, right. you want to no, kill the hero? Mix my mix my metaphors. <laughs> there. I'm confused. Antagonist. Yes. Yeah. So, and I can remember just actually saying that out loud. Would you kill him already, please? Just looking at the discussions of who's being considered to be the you know the villain and the the adversary in uh, Dark Knight Rising, and they're talking about the Riddler. And they're talking about the penguin, and they're talking about Catwoman. Yeah, but and see, like, these I'm, are all ones I'm that were already done in the movie of, franchise. I'm kind of giving these guys a pass because now the Spider-Man stuff I'm done with. Not that I was ever really into that to begin with, but I like the way they're doing. Christopher Nolan is and the producers are doing the reboot of the Dark Knight, I mean, and I'm curious. They've got enough of my piqued enough of my curiosity that I want to see how they do Catwoman. I want to see how they do Bane. That's true. I mean, I look at how they treated Two-Face in Nolan's version versus the horrible abortion Yes, that was that other franchise. I mean, Heath Ledger kind of set the bar with that. He set the bar pretty high. He did. Sometimes I wonder if he set it too high, no. but he didn't really... It's not like he was planning on doing that. That's but even, just you, kind you of go the way back it happened, And you so. look at the first Batman film... With um, Jack Nicholson. Thank you. With Nicholson. And he brought a lot to the role. I mean, he, he, he did. He, he, he kind of went off the chart. He went in a different direction, and I understand what Keith Ledger was trying to do they after both watching it. Bought, brought menace to I the role. I still though. like that first movie, the first Batman movie with Jack Nicholson. Oh, because he was awesome. To me, that's immensely entertaining. I even I thought no, Michael Keaton did a pretty good job as Batman. I have no qualms with that. I like that movie a great deal. I still do like that movie. Yes, and I, I like do too. Nicholson's that's performance the, as the Joker. That's and but I like the fact, and that was more a comic book come to life on the screen. It was yes. very technical, or it was very bright colors and and all of that stuff. But Nolan's, Nolan's version like, was was more like Arkham Asylum. If you ever read the book back in the day, what if Batman really happened? Yes, it was much more. Dark, much more. He's more of a badass. Yeah. Um, I, I more of a vigilante. More of a vigilante. That's a good way to yes. put it. Which is the and ult- I like the ultimate Batman, right? And I like it both. I like it both ways. I like the original one. The rest of them I could care less about. Quit seeing them as. As a matter of fact, I like the new ones. I will go see this one just because I'm curious to see. Okay, number one, can he keep it up? Mm-hmm. And I think they can with it, especially with Christian Bale around. That quality of an actor. He seems to be nailing the role. Yes. 
and and with other quality actors in there. So I think I'm I'm going to be interested to see it. So you want to see if Christian Bale can keep it up while wearing the skin tight suit <sighs> and body armor with sharp points. I could say a whole bunch of things. I right. know you. Wow. I'm just not going. All to right. right now. So I am on that note. I'm actually going to uh, shout out to our research team As before usual. we leave. Yes. Nice job, um, guys. None left and Sekulian and Ursahil 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 and Fangs and Deus Ex and of course Gnomewise and Gwenora also posted to the research thread Oot. this time um, and last thing uh, Verizon sues the FCC over the new net neutrality rules yeah go figure money grubbing yeah bastards. what do you well, think about I that interesting kind of read that um, and it's not and it's not that there isn't precedence to what they're trying to do Yes, it just doesn't make it right, though. I understand that completely, but yeah. I don't want a multi-tiered internet. I don't want to have to buy and spend extra on the Google package in order to get Google. I don't want things like Versus the World Radio shoved off the internet because we don't have $35,000 a year to pay to get on the main thoroughfare, which is where that would go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. I hear you. But it, I'm not sensitive about this topic at all. Well, it no, basically... Not, no, not in the least. I mean, well, and that's well, one of the reasons why I brought it up. People have very, very strong feelings about this. That, and, 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 it's am, so. and it's not like the feds have, have done a very good job of... They haven't done a very good job of preserving, no. of preserving net They've neutrality. They've done a wonderful job of being um, owned, lock, stock, and barrel by their corporate overlords. Right. Oh, I know. So you're then welcoming the arrival of our new uh, overlords. No, I welcome our new robotic overlords. Ah, I see. Who will assassinate and annihilate our corporate overlords. So it's interesting. (laughs) And then the rest of us. (laughs) For those of you who don't pay much attention to this, you should read up on it. And you should um, take a look at what's going on and always, always pay attention. Because one of the things that you find is that... Uh, technology always moves faster than the law, and then yes. the law catches up catch later. Up. And many times what you find is you lose rights and you lose freedoms as things move along. And it's not um, – no one's intention is bad. I tend not to think that people are evil at heart. Nickel, um, dime, nickel, dime, but nickel, they, dime. Oh, it's gone. But they do think that uh, – they do think that that they can basically uh, <laughs> no, charge money no, for something not, that should it, be free. It's not nickel dime, nickel dime, nickel dime. Oh, it's gone. It's nickel dime, nickel dime, nickel dime. Where did it go? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's. Wait a minute. That's where we live. Oh, so thank you so much, everyone, for coming today. Where are we at on time? I'm I'm showing three minutes after. We have reached the end. <gasps> oh my goodness! <sighs> the end really? of the internet. Well, apparently, apparently we've run out. Yes. Go outside. Yes. We've reached the end. Everyone look out the windows. We've got to turn around and go back now. <laughs> there was actually a Cox Communications commercial about that where some guy's cruising on the computer. and You've reached the end of the internet. You have reached the, inter- the end of the internet. Turn around and go back. <laughs> <laughs> look out the other side of the plane on yeah, the way exactly. back. <laughs> so you have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio. Check us out on the web, vtwproductions.com. Check out all the fine shows there. You will be glad that you did. Starting Monday, we have our new simulcast of Frog Pants Studios' new The Morning Stream with Scott Johnson of Scott Johnson fame. We have all of our shows back on their regular release schedules. Check out the About tab on vtwproductions.com and click on Feeds to find all of the RSS feeds to feed your favorite podcast aggregating software. 
the big crowd pleaser being iTunes, but there are many other to be chosen. We recently submitted ourselves to the BlackBerry uh, podcast system and the Zune podcast system as well. So if you are on those platforms, we should be popping up there mm, now-ish. <sighs> I have been Gnomewise. I've been Eyelight. I've been Gonora. You are the world. Oh, different show. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. For now, we are out of here. Bye-bye, radio people. Bombadida, 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 bombadida,